I'm doing well. How are you? In your experience, Bobby, uh, I know you didn't go through too many losses like that, uh, haven't gone through too many like that, but how do you best turn the page from something like that? Uh, I think the biggest thing is you uh, learn from it and you got to move on. I mean, there's a lot of season left. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we have to uh, get better at and accomplish, but I think the biggest thing is understanding that, uh, you know, it's a reminder that if you don't come with your A game, you know, good teams will beat you. So, um, yeah, just move on. You said after the game that you're in a decent spot, but it doesn't mean anything if you, if you don't make the changes that need to be made. made. What changes were you talking about? Changes just like focusing on the little things. You know, sometimes um, you know when you win or you're you're um, having some success, uh, the details of the game might get away from you, um, and the winning might disguise that. So sometimes, you know, having a loss like that or having a loss in general reminds you, you know, how. Um, important those things are throughout the season, especially as you get later and later into the, the season, because those are the teams that, um, you know, kind of blossom to the top is the ones that are able to do the, the little things right consistently over and over and over again. So um, those are the things, just being like, remind yourself that, um, you know, you may have a big player, do all these, these things throughout the course of the season, but, you know, it's the little things that, that propel those good teams to um, where people want to be at the end of the season. Last week obviously really skews the numbers, the rushing yards they got. But when you look at kind of where you guys are mid-season in terms of the run defense and everything, do you feel like you're at, you're, you're at a good spot still overall? Or I mean, I feel like we had some some good moments, some not so good moments. Um, I think we have the capability of being a really good uh, um, you know run defense. Um, I think again it goes back to you know doing the little things right, making sure you know you don't get too. Um, you know, wanting to make plays. A lot of times, you know, it's a lot of just guys want to try hard and get make those plays. And um, again, just a reminder that you might get bored with the doing the little things, but those things, um, you know, help change your season and win for your season. Do you have a, a, a moment where that clicked as a younger player or anything to just always do the fundamentals, particularly maybe with tackling instead of trying to like do too much, make a play, strip a guy, stuff like that? Uh, hmm. There might have been a game in San Diego. We played in San Diego. It was hot. It's like maybe one something. Um, that probably was a game where it tested your not only your will, um, you know, physically, but mentally because it was so hot. Um, you had to do things right. Um, I feel like a lot of guys that game was cramping. Um, I think it might have been my second year. I can't remember, but. Something like that, second or third year, but I feel like that was a game that always stands out to me as like one of those games where you know the fundamentals was very important. In real time, or is it you look back on that game and realize that? Uh, a combination of both. Um, I'd say a combination of both. A lot was made after the opener about you getting the team together, kind of for that speech before practice. And you'd said you just kind of felt they needed it. In, in your experience, when can you get that sense? After a tough game, these guys need a little pick-me-up or they're fine. They're, they put it in the right place and they've moved on. Uh, I think it's a field thing, to be honest. I think it's a field thing and understanding the people that you play with. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, when you have relationships with everybody, you can feel um, when guys are uh, locked in. You feel what guys are like maybe thinking about what happened um, the play before, the week before, uh, a little bit too much. and so. A lot of it is just feel relationships and being able to um, read the moment. Feel this week then uh, that we ready to move on. Were you 
you able to get a sense of what Leonard will bring to this defense based around what you saw on Sunday? Uh, kind of. Um, it was a little tough just because the way they were running, um, you know, their zone runs and you have the quarterback aspect. So a lot of it was kind of perimeter stuff and things like that. But I mean, you know, you watch the film, you see how strong he is, you see how he control gaps, you see how he, get, how he gets off blocks. Um, you know, I think, again, he, this is his first week. They're throwing, you know, they were throwing a lot at him. He was trying to memorize all the plays. And so I think the more and more, you know, he's getting another week of practice, going to get another game, he'll get comfortable and, and be the player we know he is. It's been a while since the commanders have come to Lumen Field, but with the enemy as the offensive coordinator, do you go back and look at film from Kansas City in the last year or this season, or is it just, just from scratch? Um, I mean, you can kind of look at it you know, from a concept wise, but at the end of the day, like they had totally different, you know, packages. Like they had totally different people, obviously different quarterback. Um, the the years that they put in um, together is a lot different that this is, his, you know, first year or whatever it is. So, um, you know, you might go look to see if they run the same concepts, uh, but at the end of the day, like they have um, different players, different strengths, and, you know, you kind of more focus on this team than, uh, Casey. When you look at Sam Howell, he's been able to get the ball out and rack up a lot of yards, but it also seems like there might be some opportunity pass rushing. What have you seen with the way he handles pressure or maybe the way the O-line handles pressure? Um, you know, obviously, like, I think they've, you know, a lot of teams have been able to get after him, um, you know, been able to sack him a lot. But kind of like what you said, um, for every maybe sack or whatever, he's able to escape some plays. Uh, there was a play that he, I think he got a third and 23 like by using his legs. And so I think we need to be mindful of that and understand, you know, he, they know that, you know, they've been getting pressured a lot, but he's also getting comfortable with it, being able to trust his legs a little bit more and escape. And, you know, again, we just need to be on our job, make sure we, we make the plays that we're supposed to make. Now that you're about halfway through, I mean, I know there's a lot of talk about how impressive it was that Jordan Brooks came back so quickly from surgery, but eight games in, what have you thought about what you've seen from him on the field and the, I guess considering that he bounced back that fast? Um, I mean, again, it's been an amazing journey. Um, I think where he's at right now is, is pretty remarkable, if you ask me, because like you said, it's, it's you know, most people don't come back from injury like that, especially playing at a high level. And so I think it was almost as if he didn't get hurt. It's just he grew as a football player. And, you know, use that time to understand the game a little bit more. Um, and it's allowing him to play faster. Like he's playing really, really fast, making a lot of splash plays, making a lot of impact plays. And, you know, he's a, he's a great linebacker. And, and having played with him before, too, before you left for a year, do you see a lot of difference from what he was the first time you played with him to, to now? Yeah, because, you know, I, I saw him from, you know, rookie to now. So, you know, I see the growth every year. Obviously, I went away, went away for a year. You know, he has a new, um, you know, new system. So he's learning that new system. And then I think, you know, this year is a combination of just being comfortable with the new system as well as just trusting himself, trusting his speed, trusting the football that he's seen. And it's, it's been really cool to watch. What have you made of Boye Mate's run here in the last six plus games or so into his second year coming up that successfully with this pass rush game and everything that he's kind of doing right now? Ah, man, it's been fun to watch because, um, again, I, I watched him from afar, obviously, um, but seeing it up up close and personal, watching how, how hard he works at practice, how hard he, he works at his pass rush moves, and then being able to not get caught up in, 
um, you know, the records or all these different things, just understanding that it's him doing what he normally does every single game that's making all of this happen and, you know, kind of ignoring the noise. That's been the most oppressive things because, you know, sometimes people get caught up in, you know, what they hear outside and then they try to force sacks. But he's doing what he's supposed to do and, and the sacks are coming to him. With uh, play action plays, the thought has always been like the teams run the ball to set up play action. I think there's maybe numbers that indicate that you don't really have to run the ball effectively to run effective play action. But as a defender, is there a big difference in the effectiveness of the fake when a team is really running the ball well? For sure. You got to believe it. You know, um, if, if a team is trying to play action you or do boots or anything like that and they don't really run the ball, then you rather kind of err on the side of, like prove to me that you're gonna run the ball before, you know, I fall for it. Um, but when you have two really good backs like they have, um, you have to honor that because if you do it that way, they they are out of the gate. And so a lot of it is the personnel, a lot of it is um, the coordinator. Like, do you believe that that's their true intent? Do they really want to run the ball, or is it just something they're doing to set up something else? Um, so that that is just film study, just watching. Um, all the games over and over and getting a feel for how they call plays, when they call the play action, where they like to run them towards. Because a lot of all of that is just making the throw comfortable for the quarterback. And so the more and more you understand what the coordinator is trying to do or what the quarterback likes, you understand when are the moments that they really actually use that and when are the moments that they really want to run the ball. Um, and as you get into film, you, you understand pretty quick, to be honest. Washington or Baltimore? Any team. I thought we were just speaking generally. But yeah, Washington as well. They, they fall in that line. Like they have two really good running backs, and, you know, um, they're going to use them. And if I'm them, you watch, you know, last few games, why not try to run the ball? So um, it's on us to make them one eventually. Are there quarterbacks who are better at play fakes than others? For sure. You know, there's, you know, quarterbacks that um, are able to hold the. The, the fake a little bit longer. And a lot of it, too, is like the um, the angle of the running back. You know, like sometimes, you know, when you do a wide zone or things of that nature, the quarterback really has to run with the quarter, uh, run with the running back. But some of them, you know, they get lazy and they don't really do it. Or the running back is not even looking for the ball as they're doing the play action. So we see all of that. Um, we pay attention to all of that. Or, um, you know, sometimes you'll have a running back do a fake way up here. Like he never gets the ball with his arms this high in the air. Like, we defenders play attention to all of that. So quarterbacks, running backs, even the line, it all marries together. Because you see a, um, you know, you see a lineman on a run, he's super heavy on his hands or super heavy in his stance. He's coming off the rock because that's a run. But if he's really light, you don't believe it. So you're looking at all of those things in a split second. You're looking at the lineman to the running back to the quarterback and all of those help you read something. How long did it take you to pick up on tells like that? Um, I don't know. I think maybe my second or third year, give or take. Did somebody like help you I, I think tr trusting it took like maybe my second or third year. I feel like I was picking up on it in my first year. But I just didn't trust it. Somebody help you with that? Or do you just kind of naturally just got better at it on your own while watching the film? You know what? It's a combination of both. Um, because I did seek the help of like other linebackers. And a lot of times, like, um, you had to find out what works for you because what works for them may not work for you. Um, you know, I even remember having a conversation with Mike Singletary. He basically told me, I just got to watch the film because, you know, what he see or what he saw 
is different than what I'm looking for. And he could teach me, um, he could teach me what he was seeing, but it wouldn't be natural to what I was, you know, seeing. So I think it's a combination. Obviously, I had Coach Norton my first couple of years, and he sat me down and, and did a lot for me. So a combination is just getting a feel for it and just having some really good coaches and mentors that took the time to share their knowledge. Remember any other linebackers you reached out to? I reached out to all of them, I mean, to be honest. Um, I, obviously, I reached out to Ray. Um, Patrick Willis helped me out a lot, Navarro. Um, London Fletcher, uh, Brian Erlacher. Um, Man, pretty much all of them. I, I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting somebody, so I apologize if it's no offense. Is there a way, is there a difference studying film from college once you get up to the pro? I mean, I get the speed and intricacy of the NFL game, but is there another skill set you need to learn to study at the pro level as opposed to the college level? College is kind of more comical, to be honest. I, I feel like I wasn't watching film like I should have watched film because I feel like college they run the same play like three times in a row. They just flip it. And watching the college game, I don't watch it that much anymore, but like when I did watch it, it was kind of comical that all they did was just flip the play. Um, uh, in the league, it's just more so trusting what you watch and understanding that they're not going to line up in the same thing. Like they'll run a play out of trips, and then they'll run a pl that same play. They'll start in doubles, and then they'll motion a guy, and it'll end in trips, but it won't begin in that way. So it's it's more chess, I would say. Uh, college is more checkers. You named all these linebackers that helped you when you were young. It's a little strange now that you're that guy to a lot of young guys coming to the league. It's not strange at all. I, honestly, I, I, I was blessed because, like, I don't – there wasn't a linebacker that ever turned me away when I asked for knowledge. And so um, when I – was hoping that my career go the way that theirs, theirs did. I was making sure that I did the same, and I didn't turn away anybody. So I, I don't turn away nobody for help because they didn't do that with me. Did you call, cold call on those guys? You didn't know them or have a relationship with them? You just hired Bobby Wagner? Basically. Introduce yourself? I always introduce myself. It's, it's a respect thing. I don't assume people know who I am. I just find a way to get the number, whether it's through friends, through agents, through whatever, and then I just try to pick their brain. Were they that a first or second year guy was calling them from the West Coast and asking those questions you were asking? Did you think you got entry just because of that? Oh, I don't know how, to, how impressed they were. Um, I, I didn't really look at it as like an impressive thing. I just wanted to be good at football. So, um, But again, too, a lot of it, it wasn't just them, like Sherm helped me out a lot getting in contact with certain people. Um, Nort helped me out a lot getting in contact with certain people. So I also used like the people um, that had been in the league, that had respect throughout the league to get in contact with some of these people. Is that part of the reason you say you're so impressed with Witherspoon because he's that kind of guy who gets out and asks and is inquisitive like he is? For sure. I mean, that's always a sign of, of a great player, being able to put your um, ego aside and be uh, – have some humility and understand you don't know everything and not afraid to ask questions. Um, timing, um, understanding where the protection is going, whether it's coming to you or away from you, and then being able to beat the, black, the, beat the block, um, whether it's the tight end, running back, or the guard. Most times it's the guard for us.
Appreciate it.